are back with another episode and joining me today, Sean Bertram. How's it going, man? Great. How about you? I'm doing good, man. It's uh, yeah. We're just talking about your last name there. I didn't want to mess that up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I said, it's no worries at all. I'm glad to be here. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. Um, so for starters, for those who don't know you, um, tell us a little bit about yourself and where you come from. Yeah, well, I'm a, I'm a guitarist, a singer-songwriter, kind of a little bit of everything. I've been getting more into producing and mixing this past year, but um, uh, I just last year, I graduated from Humber with a Bachelor of Music degree, and um, kind of all through school, I was working on writing music and becoming an artist, and so now this year, I'm putting out my, my second full-length album that I'm kind of doing all myself, trying to be more who I want to see myself as an artist, so very excited about that. Awesome, awesome, and uh how, how did music start for you? Like, is it something you grew up on or is it something you just fell in love with one day and then just kind of took it from there? A little bit of everything. <laughs> my, my dad's a musician full time. Like he does a lot of uh, engineering and um, he has some albums out too. Um, so he kind of got me started on piano actually. Oh, nice. Um, so I started, uh, I think started piano when I was about seven. Um, and then I hated it for like three years straight because <laughs> it was all just like, I'll oh, learn this Mozart piece. And I'm like, man, I want to play jazz because <laughs> that stuff sounds cool. Um, so I kind of quit after that. And then after playing Guitar Hero for like three years, I was like, man, guitar seems so much cooler. <laughs> so I picked up guitar when I was 10. Um, and kind of ever since then, I kind of always knew I'd, I'd want to do music. Okay. You know? Nice. All right. And for those who haven't heard your music before, how would you describe your sound? I mean, for me, it's like you're like the Canadian John Mayer. Yeah, I get that a lot. <laughs> and I mean, that's, that's not a bad comparison. I mean, he's, he's kind of my, my first influence in terms of songwriting and guitar playing and stuff. So yeah, definitely um, a mix of like John Mayer, kind of Charlie Puth. Um, if you know who Gordy Sampson at all is, uh, I'd take a lot from him and, and people like Bahamas. So it's kind of like pop rock, a little bit of indie folk in there. Okay, nice. And uh, you're saying John Mayer is one of your bigger influences. Do you have other influences? Yeah. Um, you mentioned he's a big one recently um randy newman actually okay uh his songwriting is unbelievable if you if you look i mean it's obviously you know you got a friend in me as a classic and all his pixar stuff but if you look past that into like his pretty deeper his, his deeper hits um his songwriting is just some of the most intelligent i've ever heard in my life sure. so i'm trying to look look into that a lot um a guy named jamie cullum he's a fantastic um, uk piano player who's like super jazz influenced but he's just like um, I've never seen him live, but if you ever watch a video of him, he's like the most charismatic performer you, you'll ever see in your life. Like he's jumping off pianos on stage and running through the audience. It's like, that's massive jazz. I want to hear. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Okay, man. All right. Uh, the reason why we're here, man, let's talk about your single Santa Barbara pier, man. Tell us, tell us about it and how it all came together. Um, I'm, I was so excited to finally be able to put this one out. Cause this took maybe, um, three years to actually come together. <laughs> because oh, wow. <laughs> it's one of those things where um, it starts out just like as a voice note in my phone it started with like just the first melody and some chords back in like late 2018 sat on it for a bit and then in 2019 in a in a production class at humber um, we do a thing where people bring in their own songs and we you know, learn how to do production by recording the song on the floor and doing some like posts on that so um i volunteered um without having the song at all finished or even close to being finished so they're like cool we'll record it next week i'm like gotta write a song in a week <laughs> so for the next like i think four or five days straight 
I was the only thing I thought about was the song and I was just working really hard and getting the lyrics right on it. Um, and it came together pretty fast and I was really excited about it. Um, cause it came from a place that was kind of pretty vulnerable cause it's, it's a little bit about, um, being in a relationship where, uh, it's not really even like you're super into somebody, um, but they're not as much into you. Like they'll kind of come around every once in a while and you're just kind of waiting on them. Right. Um, and even though you know it, you still don't want to leave because it still feels great, you know? So yeah, it came, it came from that. Um, and then we got it actually recorded at, at Humber at the end of 2019, we did some work on it. Um, but then when I, uh, when I graduated in 2020, I was kind of just tweaking it and adding so much stuff to it and learning how to produce a lot with this song and mix and stuff. So, um, and then it all came together with a bunch of friends uh, in Toronto and outside of Toronto, just like sending stuff back and forth and recording a bunch of stuff remotely. So it's, it's really cool. I'm really happy. It's finally out. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. As soon as I heard it, I was like, yep, let's do it. Let's do this. Let's, let's chat about it. So oh, man, I appreciate it. Thanks. Absolutely. Um, it's available on all platforms. Yep. Anywhere you can stream or download. Okay, perfect. And you were saying like it's a, it comes from a vulnerable spot. That's this is a true like kind of life story that happened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. When you're to explain, I've, I've been there, man. I know exactly. Yeah. What so <laughs> that's uh, I figured I'd ask because I've definitely been there myself. So, mm-hmm. uh, perfect. Uh, where do you get most of your inspiration from when writing? I'm, obviously, I would say life experiences. Yeah, it's a little bit of a, I'm, I'm somebody who kind of worries all the time. <laughs> I always, um, like whenever I go into any situation, I'm like, okay, what's the worst thing that could happen right now? So um, I, I, I write a lot from like, oh, what could happen or what might happen if I do this? It's a lot of what ifs, um, but, but a lot of it does come from personal experience and things that have happened in the past. But I do like writing a lot about like fictional events, like, oh, what could happen between these two people or in this, you know, completely um, improbable scenario? Like, what would this be like for me? Right, for sure. Okay. And uh, do you do a lot of co-writing as well? Um, not as much in the past, but I'm getting a lot more into it. I've actually got a few people I've been writing with recently that's, it's been a lot of fun. Yeah. What's your favorite because, thing? Um, well, I used, I used to think that I liked writing on my own more because I'm like, oh, I'm a kind of a control freak. I'm like, no, it's got to be exactly how I want it. Right. Um, but I've had such great sessions recently that it's, it's so cool to have that, that other perspective, the outside perspective. Because, um, I mean, everybody else is so talented, too, and they have their own unique perspectives and their own unique experiences that gel just enough with my own that they can kind of layer on um, in ways that I wouldn't expect, like emotionally and, and intellectually. So it's... It's really interesting to see how they can add. Okay. All right. Uh, do we have plans for a music video for your single? Um, not right now. No, I wish if, if, if I can get some more money scrounged up, then absolutely. Cause I think this would be a fun one to do a video for. Absolutely. Yeah, you go straight to Santa Barbara. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, well, that's actually the funny thing about, uh, about the title. I didn't know that there was a Santa Barbara pier. Oh, Okay. Um, it's one of those things, sometimes this happens to me where I get like a phrase or like a set of words that just kind of go into my head, um, when I'm singing. Cause like, Oh, they work with the syllables. Um, it's like, I went down to Santa Barbara pier. So it works like with the perfect syllables, but I didn't one, I didn't know Santa Barbara was like a real place. Right. And I didn't know it would have like an actual, like real well-known pier <laughs> until later. I'm like, 
Oh, cool. That worked out nicely. Yeah. That's <laughs> okay. Well, that's awesome. Um, how about a lyric video plans for that? Or are you just going to kind of possibly? Leave? Yeah. I've yeah. actually, I've actually got a few people who've reached out to me um, through TikTok actually being like, Hey, I love doing music, music or uh, lyric videos, you know, hit me up if you want to do that. So got some leads on that, which would be exciting. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, man. Perfect. All right. Um, what would you say has been the best advice you've been given in your career up to this point? Oh, um, something I think about a lot is, is somebody told me, you know, people don't care as much as you think they do, <laughs> uh, which is like equal parts harsh and like so true <laughs> because especially as, as somebody who works a lot on my own um, and especially during the pandemic, when you're just kind of isolated by yourself, it's a lot of thinking, Oh, what are people going to think of this? How are they going to react to this? Are they going to like this even? Um, people don't care as much as they think they will, which is, which is great for when you're, especially me, like really tweaking, like, Oh, should I have this compressor working just a little bit harder, or a little bit less hard on this one tambourine you can barely hear. Right. <laughs> it's like, people aren't going to hear it. Like they're going to feel it, but whatever you do, um, people are going to expect that's what you wanted to do no matter what. So if you go, if you, if you come out of it thinking, oh, I wish I did this, I wish I did this. Nobody's going to be like, Oh man, he should have done that the way he did it before. It is what it is. Yeah, absolutely. That's, it's funny. You're your like worst critic all the time. Yeah. All the time. <laughs> yeah, all the time. I, I second that one. Um, it's funny too. Like I've noticed doing a lot of live stuff and I've noticed like artists well, let's say mess up on stage, but you can tell the crowd has no clue and it might've yeah. been small, but then you go backstage with them and they're all talking about it. Like, Oh, we met here, here, here. And I'm like, crowd loved it. Like the, you know, like, so it's pretty funny how like you mus- musicians can see that and the crowd mm-hmm. has no clue. Right. I think it also comes a bit from, because I was at music school with a bunch of other musicians for four straight years, right. like, a lot of them could also tell too. So it was like, Oh, if I'm, if I'm making music for musicians, they'll really know, but you're not making music for musicians. You're making music for people who love music. That's right. Absolutely. Perfect, man. Um, okay. Do we have any shows lined up? People can look forward to. Um, no, the, uh, I mean, everything's so up in the air. It's a I'm kind of afraid to book shows at this point. I have so many friends who have kind of booked even tours going around Ontario and you know, the next week they've all been canceled. Yeah. Because, because everything's kind of so flip floppy, but, um, but I mean, I guess the next thing to look forward to is the next is my next single, okay. um, which is coming out this Friday, uh, August 27th. So that's going to be cool. And then the album comes out on September 17th. Perfect. What can you, uh, tell us about the newest single? Um, the newest single is, uh, the newest song that I wrote. I kind of wrote it, um, almost after everything else in the album was done. I just kind of had this flash of inspiration and uh, this is the last one to go on. And it's, I think it's my favorite song I've ever written um, because it's kind of one of the most real ones. It's about um, a long distance relationship and how difficult that can be, um, which I had during the pandemic. Uh, So it's, it's called Angeline and obviously names have been changed. (laughs) Um, But I wrote it kind of one day, just like the name Angeline kind of just came to me kind of the same way Santa Barbara Pier did where it was just like, that just sounds right. So I wrote a song um, about that. It was just going to be me and acoustic, an acoustic guitar, but um, an old prof of mine from Humber named Drew Jureka, 
who is maybe the nicest person and the most incredible musician I've ever met <laughs> in my entire life. Like he did the strings for the new Dua Lipa album. Um, he's done all the strings for like Donovan Woods, Bahamas. Um, the list goes on and on. Yeah. Um, so I got in contact with him because I was like, I think this would be great with strings. And he said, say no more. Um, within like a week, he sent me, the first thing he sent me was just, it was perfect. I'm like, don't change anything. That's it. He's like, are you sure I can like mess around with more stuff? I'm like, I don't know. Yep. I got it right. <laughs> so I was, I was really excited about that because that was the first time I'd ever worked with a strings player too. So I think it really, it really elevates it. And I think it's, I think it's really cool. <laughs> cool. Man. And what can people expect from this album you're releasing? Um, I, th- I'm, I'm really excited about it because I think it showcases me um, the best so far of everything I've released. Um, I put a lot into it and it's a lot more, a lot more real and a lot more personal than some other stuff I've released. Um, and it's a lot more of me learning how I want myself to sound okay. too, because it's so hard to find like a specific sound. And uh, like I said, I was working a lot more on learning how to produce and, and mix music this year too, just kind of by myself in my little tiny bedroom studio. Yeah. Um, so I, mi- I mixed the whole album myself and produced it pretty much all myself, just <laughs> kind of in my room. Um, so it's a lot of, it's a lot of what's in, been in my head for years and years and years, finally out in the world, which I'm really excited to share. <laughs> hey, very cool. And, uh, all right, man, last thing, where can they find you on social media? Uh, find me everywhere at, on Instagram. I'm at Sean Bertram, um, on TikTok, I'm at Sean Bertram music on, uh, Facebook. I think if you just search Sean Bertram, you can find me. I'm on Twitter underscore Sean Bertram. Um, yeah, those are the biggest places. And I'm on YouTube too. If you want to see my, some of my videos, but Perfect. <laughs> yeah, just if, but if, if you search my name, you'll find. <laughs> Perfect. Easy enough. All right, guys, go grab his uh, latest single Santa Barbara pier and stay tuned for the new music he has coming out. And Sean, thanks so much, man. Wow. Thanks for having me. This is so much fun. Absolutely. We'll uh, keep in touch and chat soon. Absolutely. All right. Take care. You too.